<laughs> I was waiting for you to come back, just in case you wanted to, you know, mimic and pop it as you normally do, rather than sort of ah, not being able to. Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and beer. It's episode 204, I believe. I'm Ben. I'm here with Adam. How you doing, Lucy? You good? Yeah, I'm well. How are you Excellent. guys? Yeah, I'm alright. Yeah, good, Adam? good. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> quarantine-ish type feelings. Lockdown. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So no, I'm fine. Things are fine. Good. good. I had another slow day, is all. My days are like speeding up at the moment. <laughs> I don't know really? what it is. Yeah, Mine are like peaks like, and troughs. Like, mm. like I have days where it's like, I'm so bored with things. I guess I'll work, and then like the day flies by, and then I have days where it's like, I guess I'll just kind of watch things, and then when I get bored mm. of one thing, I'll flip to another thing and watch that. And it's like, oh, I guess it's five o'clock. Well, the day's basically done. I guess I'll just yeah. eat something, and then I don't know, maybe watch a thing. Mm. Yeah, and then I'm not happy with any of that, but it takes the days still take feel so long, and yet nothing happens. And now uh, I, ju- I just looked at the clock today and it was like it's five o'clock already. It was ten o'clock in the morning, like two hours ago. I'm sure. <laughs> so I don't know. Did you did you lose yourself in you know nineties X Men or? <laughs> uh, I didn't watch of any of that. Disney um, Plus. Things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my sister made a subscription and um, I was like, I don't watch anything on Disney Plus. I don't like the Marvel movies. Don't like Star Wars. Well, I have no comment on the new ones, but I'm sure I wouldn't like them. But um, yeah, but then I was like, oh, what can I possibly look for? Because I was like, Simpsons. Ooh. Mm. And then, yeah, it's all like Goose Troop, Darkwing Duck. Yeah, uh, it's Chippen basically the, the, the combination of the like old school Disney cartoons plus old school Fox cartoons. Mm. Yeah, and... What I wasn't expecting was to just watch The Simpsons instead of any of that stuff. So, <laughs> now nah, I was expecting that. What I, was, what I didn't expect was how many of these cartoons that seemed like they ran for like 12 years only had like two seasons. They literally did run for two years, so it's just the same mm. 24 or 48 episode or whatever. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Let's open some beers. <laughs> okay. Suits me. I'm going to start this week, because I never start. Uh, I'm opening up a beer called Mind Control, which is uh, from Left Handed Giant. It is a 6.5% IPA, and it was brewed as part of Global Gathering, mm. an initiative set up by our friends at Brugada to help bring clean drinking water to developing countries. The hops are Cryo Simcoe, Cryo Mosaic, Cryo Amarillo and Nelson Sauvon. I have already had one of these um, a few days ago. But Jeez. I know, Absolute I know. Cheat. Well, I bought I bought two because yeah. um, uh, the the Brugada Global Gathering was meant to happen mm. uh, the, the weekend just gone, kind of during yeah. this week. They had absolutely tons of breweries lined up, all brewing special beers yeah. for this global gathering to try and uh, raise as much money as possible to get clean drinking water to as many people as possible and obviously that has all kind of stopped 
or the events that they were uh, organized with. There was a big um, event organized by Four Pure where they were yeah. going to have a load of these beers, loads of cask beer that people had made for it and stuff. So I thought I'd drink this one on the podcast as yeah. um, Left Handed Giant released them to their web store when I when I put my delivered by bike uh, order through um, last week. Right. So, yes, just to highlight that people should try and seek out these beers um, yeah. from all of these different breweries. But that's what I've just splashed all over myself. Um, nice. <laughs> Lucy, what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking a beer from Gypsy Hill. Uh, and nice. it is their Wader um, beer. Um, I don't think this is part of their core range. I don't think so. I mm. uh, might be wrong. Um, but yeah, they've got all these... It's always a in trade like name to all their beers or it always ends in ER like right. some of the other ones memory's gone blank but anyway this one is a 5.5% IPA oh boy uh, let's have a look right Wader is a New, New England style IPA liberally hopped with southern hemisphere favourites Galaxy Kahatu and Vic Secret it has fermented on our house Vermont yeast to pump up the juicy stone fruit aromas, and it goes well with uncharted waters. Um, yeah, not much else to say. Yeah, 5.5% IPA. Is it? Is it got a picture of uh, someone in waders on the can? Yes. <laughs> well done, Ben. Good. <laughs> Adol, what are you uh, what are you drinking today? I've got from our friends over at why am I biking on them? Um, Duration. Uh, I've got the Deep Roots Carrot Saison. Ooh. Uh, Carrot Saison. It's got uh, German Pilsner malt, um, Golden Naked Oats, Spoked German Wheat malt, Purple Haze Carrots. The yeast is Belgian blend and the hops are Saz. Um... Good things take time. Relationships, brewery projects, even carrot beers. This saison is our take on a Belgian wit using purple haze carrots and charred lemons. In life and beer, we're always evolving and learning. Take things slow and set down deep roots. It is a paltry 3.5%. <laughs> Not nearly enough for these times. Yeah. <laughs> Not oh, nearly starting, enough. Starting super light after our extravaganza last week. Yeah. I've been drinking a lot. <laughs> well, actually, I'm drinking less than nights at the pub, mm. but it's very easy to like have dinner with my uh, housemates and then have a couple pints with them, or like tins. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then realizing that, of course, we're all on lockdown, so we're taking turns cooking, so we're always having dinner together, so we're always kind of having yeah. a couple tins and then <laughs> if I'm tinnies. like yeah and then it's like oh well let's play jackbox with some friends I'll have a couple more tins it's like oh this is <laughs> I gotta slow down and yeah how was that I completely missed that that was pretty um, good um, we play oh, well let's finish the beers and then we will talk about okay. the games <laughs> it's fair it's fair um, so this uh, mind control from Latana Giant mm-hmm. it's got a lovely light nose to it 
but you're getting that and everything else in there. I think it's cryo. That Nelson Sobon's coming through just with a little bit of a bit of a grapey note to it. It's almost like a, a grapefruit, but then leading into this kind of slightly whiny, grapey, almost sort of sour note on the nose. You can see it presented. Oh, I've turned my glass around the wrong way. Is it presented in my lovely new left-handed giant glass? Yeah, it's as well. beautiful, that is. One up. Mm. You, you didn't even steal it from the brewery. Exactly. <laughs> bought it like a good boy. But yeah. I got 25% off of my order, so essentially it was free. Oh, yeah. Wow. Nice. It was so traded for 25% off of your beer. Yeah. So next time you order, get one for me. <laughs> I'll pay for all you the money. I'm trying to. That is a I'm nice thinking of it, I don't know who I'm going to go for next. I'm gonna, I mm. want to sort of spread the love a little bit. Yeah. And try Arbor just put and on a, yeah. a big sale this morning, but then it seems like they got swamped and they <laughs> put a note on that made, everything was sold out, and they're like, "We are not ready to be selling right now." Wow. Yeah. I think they got social media bombed in a way they weren't expecting. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's good for them to have sold out all of their beer. At this yeah, a lot of, of these independents are. You know, doing well under the circumstances. Obviously, not the most ideal position, but yeah, yeah. A lot of the places say, "Oh yeah, we sold out in ten minutes." And it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, you, you lot should be okay. Uh, it's mostly cask beers that are yes, and and lots of I did see lots of people kind of offering um, like bottling services and things. You know, if people can get their cask over over to them, they can bottle bottle oh, their cast so at least then beer can still be sold so it's not just sat in those you know all chucked in casts or kegs or whatever it is kind of in not yeah. to be uh, not to be sold so hopefully a lot of people are kind of trying to take um, advantage of those uh, uh, collaborations where they kind of can those logistical collaborations where they can um, mm -hmm. bit more difficult now I suppose after the uh, <laughs> increase in kind of uh, social distancing measures and all that sort of yeah. stuff, but we'll see kind of what happens. Uh, and we'll talk about a little bit more of that in a moment. Uh, this beer is super hazy. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more difficult to see, I suppose, now that there's less uh, clear space on the glass, but super hazy, a little orangey. And the nose kind of mimics the flavour really well. Mm. So you have a nice, easy sort of uh, a grapefruity start to it and then it does build into that more slightly soury grape uh, note towards the end there's almost no bitterness to it at all it is very very easy to drink it's got a little bit of viscosity to it and it actually makes it kind of um, soupy and I've not had a sort of a slightly thick soupy kind of beer for a while Mm. Um, probably since last summer maybe but it just has that little bit of viscosity to it mm -hmm. uh, just to give it a bit of a, a, a bit of a heft to its body um, but yeah really nice very very easy good that's what you need at a time like this something that'll just knock back mm -hmm. mm. so Lucy yeah how's yours just taking a picture sorry <laughs> and now I actually have a half decent phone, so my pictures won't look like ass all the time. So, uh, Get those snaps in now, mate, while there's something in yeah. the glass. Yeah. Uh, mine is like like yours. It's This is like Merc City. Like, mm. Can't see anything through that. Looks um, really light, though. Yeah. Uh, it's it like from what? 
white yellow versus. I think that's yeah. my lighting. It's a bit more dark. Mm. It's, it's darker yellow than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. Going the, to the, a tinge your, of orange. Your connect definitely seems to be giving quite a wash to your picture. Yeah, it's it's quite bright, which is easier for me because I now I don't have to set up like twenty lights mm. so people can actually yeah. see. But um, yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll figure this out. Um, but yeah, as soon as I cracked open the tin, just instant smell of like mango, and like even now, yeah, just just massive like tropical food notes. Hmm. Ooh, that's really piney. Like mm. really piney. Yeah. Wow. I like that. Mm. Nice pininess. Good. Nice lingering bitterness and pininess. You're honestly not getting that much of that, like tropical fruits. I mean, you're getting that kind of sensation because it is like very smooth and very, very soft. Um, so you're getting that like almost juicy kind of texture to it. But then that just gives over to like just pininess almost immediately. You're not even getting that fruit really. That was just an instant. You know, just wash of pine. Yeah. Right at the beginning, and it's still lingering now. But yeah, that's really easy to drink, though. Getting a bit, a little bit of hoppiness on the end, so it's not just smooth all the way through. Mm. Like an absolute, like like just juice. But oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> good. Nice. Yeah, you can just immediately taste that pine in this, and that's. It's not overbearing though. At the same mm. time, it it seems like the most dominant flavor, and that should you know detract from everything else. But somehow it works. But I don't know. This is good beer. Nice, very good. Nice. Mm. Good. Uh, and Adol, how's yours? Uh it is super interesting. Very, very red. Yeah, yeah. it is <laughs> like ready orange. But almost purple. Maybe that's what the yeah, purple haze carrot is. Um, almost sort of beetroot kind of uh, yeah. Uh, color. Yeah. Um, and it. Uh, I think the finish is where the carrots are. So it's sort of a bit of like an earthy, vegetable y finish. Mm. It also finishes kind of sweet, touch dry, but. Most, but the mouthfeel is like a, it's like a dry, drying bitter. But I think the carrots are helping keeping it super fresh tasting, so um, it doesn't sort of dry your mouth out uh, in bitterness or in um, texture. But mm. the the thing that is sort of what am I trying to say? The thing that I just <laughs> didn't say is uh, those charred lemons. This this is a smoky ass smoky beer. Yeah. Ooh. This this is really good. It tastes smoky and then it ends with this sort of vegetable sweetness that from the carrots presumably. But nice. like it's not like in your face. It's not like Lafroig or anything, but like it's a really light smoky saison that then ends with a bit of a sweetness and does it really well and it mm. looks not like beer. It it was completely <laughs> shocking. I I I'm sure if you look at the footage on the YouTube, you'll see my first sip while you were talking, Ben, because I was just like, what, what did I just have? <laughs> just did got slapped expect. across the yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, I like it when beers do that, when they have like an underlying hint of smokiness, and it, and sometimes in styles where you just wouldn't even like consider it, and it's like, oh, 
That's yeah, different, like, but it works really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm a l- more used to it, it's sort of less in your face, and it it blends really well. And it actually, I notice it more in the finish that it it, it definitely does linger along with that sweetness. Mm. Now that my palate's sort of adapted, this is like really excellent. It's like bringing the smokiness, but you, you can adapt pretty quickly to it. So it's it's not like I said, like like a Isla um, whiskey, where it's like the point is you always get smacked in the face by smoke. This mm-hmm. is like you get smacked in the face the first time, and then you get used to it, and then it all it just it's a smoky beer, and it tastes really good, and that you can you can taste through that the other things are going on. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's good that it's not overpowering mm. and overbearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? So this will be sim- similar to last week, where I don't I'm not feeling forced to drink it, but I might. Although yeah. now that I've gotten used to it, the fact that the smoke lingers might mean I will um, take my time a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't sure what to expect with a carrot-based 3.5% <laughs> beer, but this is, this is doing it. Like, this nice. is really happy with this beer. Good, good. Duration are very good. Their beers are always, always good. Did you, uh, pick that up from the bottle shop? I did. Uh, I, mm. Yeah, I think it's an older tin, um, because I know this, I don't think they didn't, yeah, I think it was tinned in July, twenty nineteen. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Still if good. I read the, if I read the date right, um, but yeah, it still tastes good. Uh, it was one of those things where like I don't remember reading anything about this beer. I did a quick Google search in the bottle, bottle shop. I'm like, pretty sure this is old as shit. But fuck it. Uh, yeah. We're well. in the dark times. So let's see what I can get. <laughs> the last bottle shop trip ever. Yeah, exactly. Maybe not ever. Um, so <laughs> it can't uh, be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we uh, we started kicking in um, with uh, your your gaming evenings, Adol, that um, yeah. that you've been having a little bit of a little bit of Jackbox. Yeah. So Sunday night, um, what was it? It was uh, me, you, Ben, yep. um, and Alex Malpass, former Tanked Up founder. I guess he's still the founder for Tanked Up host and and your two partners. Do we just uh I used our Discord server to stream and our streaming actually I didn't. I figured out we could just use the streaming channel the next day. Mm. But like yeah, I just streamed the my laptop so that, that basically anyone can play a Jackbox game so long as in each household that it's being played, they have a stream of the main screen and then everyone has their phone like normal. And it worked pretty seamlessly except for um, lack of cameras on Ben's part because he doesn't know how technology works. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that was that was very odd. Um, Kim's laptop uh, just didn't want to play ball. Uh, I updated the drivers on the camera. Discord just wouldn't pick it up. Just wouldn't um, wouldn't kick in. So who yeah, knows? I'll have to find a cheap webcam that I can just have by. Kim's uh, Kim's laptop for things like this, I suppose. Yeah, I think that's right. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Jackbox is. I mean, if you've never played them, they're each party pack has like five or six games. You can easily in a in a night probably for some of them just play them all. Like you could have a night of like Quiplash, yeah, or Brawful. Um, mm, I, I really uh, like you Quiplash. don't actually have to go through the whole party pack each night, which I realized. Um, 
the next night where um, basically we did our philosophy postgraduate uh, work in progress seminar online for the first time, and that went reasonably well using a software called BlueJeans uh, instead of Zoom like everyone's using. Um, and then we were just we just chatted shit for like an hour afterwards. I'm like, hey, join our Discord if you guys want to like do shit. Maybe we can play some games later. Uh, and then we spent like four or five of us played some more Jackbox games um, in on the Discord. It worked pretty flawlessly. And then uh, mm-hmm. L invited a friend of hers because she's a gamer. So she's like, oh, jo- hop on this Discord. And then he joined for some of the games too. Nice. Yeah. It was like, all yeah. right, the internet, super great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, uh, I was reading them because I saw like a thousand messages. Probably like, who are these new people? And I was like, yeah. oh, you lot are playing Quiplash. And then, I, I think I, like, uh, read the messages at like ten, mm. and because I was scrolling up so far because there'd been so much, I thought you lot had already done it. And then I was like, this morning I was like, oh no, there's a timestamp loop so you absolutely <laughs> could have jumped on. That's really funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I missed it because I I love Quiplash. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And like, I hadn't played. Um, I think we played uh, Box Three on Sunday. We actually, I just used the same box. I was like, oh, I these people haven't played this one. I'm going to be smart and, mm. and like, bunch of these people have never played a Jackbox game. I've played these games before a day ago, but I'm fine with just. Using that one again so that mm-hmm. like people won't get bored over time. Yeah, yeah. Which pack absolutely. was it? Sorry. Um, we played Jackbox Party Pack three. Three, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the one with. Um, I think the that's t-shirts. free. Yeah, I think that. I think the T-shirt's the best one on that one, and then it has uh, Quiplash XL or like, one of the yeah. Quiplashes. Um, the weird monster trivia murder mystery oh, yeah. thing. That's pretty good. I I'm not a fan of that one. I like that it's one the audience can like if you actually have an audience, their votes mm-hmm. can actually f- screw people over in the yeah. contest of losers. But I like that the contest of losers like so if you get a question wrong right away and you die, you still have a chance to win. So it makes sure that it's it, it it's like competitive and like you shouldn't you need to get things right, but also if you get them wrong, you don't feel like you're just yeah, you've got a yeah, you're you're disengaged and you can just disappear. Like, yeah, it's it's good, yeah. good it's keeping good... you there till the end of each game. Yeah, yeah, even though like the odds are kind of stacked against you, there is yeah. that chance. And like Sam beat you in the end on she one did. of those games. Yeah, yeah, coming back from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is uh, the one where you, you have to make up the lie and there's like several truths? Oh, Fivage. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, like is in four yeah. and two, I think, okay. or something like that. Yeah. Um, that one I, I works better when you know the group. Um, yeah, kind of. I think it all changes of the dynamic of like ha- spotting that spotting the yeah. lies because it's like you you've got to like tell two two truths and a lie about yourself or like you've got to say a fib and people have to figure out if you're fibbing or not. Which which two is it like two things not three? Oh, like, oh I, sorry, I'm thinking of the one where it's like just facts. Like it, it's not to do with like personal facts it's oh. like oh like uh how tall is the empire state building and someone puts like 10 million miles tall and you have to oh, make it so it's like kind of believable but mm, right it th- there's room for like oh we're just i'm gonna make this silly enough because the game does has have like silly questions and it is like ridiculous answers that you wouldn't think and um that's part of the fun like making something that's 
kind of ridiculous, but also kind of Could believable. Yeah, yeah. I think so it might, might be, be fibbage, or just with yeah, I think it's a different fibbage, cause slant I think on it, it or something. That, I think the one I'm thinking of is in four or five. That's like fibbage about you. Mm, yeah, and I think that's the spinoff one. Yeah, but same yeah. content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, the only one that didn't we couldn't figure out was um, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it was a game. Oh, faking it. Yes. It was kind of like that, but you had to. The whole point is you like point at someone or like everyone gets a prompt and you have to like do you. it at the same time and then you point right. at the person you think oh, is okay. the person who didn't get the prompt. Uh, and obviously that doesn't work when, when you, you can't uh, see I'll everyone or have to point yeah, at everyone. Yeah. But like, that's there's so few games in the Jackbox uh, canon that are like that. Like I think the newest version of that is the Alien Espionage one, but it's much more talking based. I yeah, think they okay. realized that like remote play might be a thing, mm. so mm. it's spot the alien. Uh, but so like everyone gets a prompt, and uh, like it'll be like uh, reptile. It'll be like snakes for everyone, but the alien gets like reptile. And they have to like yeah, I, do yeah, a thing or yeah. say a thing that, that mm. should be of that category, but they they're like one level of abstraction away. So it's, mm. they've got to try and bluff the way around why they said the one word they did or whatever, yeah. despite not knowing what the exact word is. Um, and that's again very like input oriented, mm. which means if you're not in the room, it's fine. Yeah. It's obviously better when you can like look at someone in the eye and be like. I, why are you turning beet red, Ben? Are you, yeah. are you a fucking liar? Yeah. Yeah, right, but, like, you can still functionally play Interrogate them. people. Yeah. You, in you case, can waterboard them. It's <laughs> better in person, you know? So. Well, I can see, like, again, with, with games like, uh, in a board game, like Secret Hitler and, and Werewolf and stuff like that, how yeah. you absolutely yeah. want to be within the same room as, as everybody else to kind of see how they act and, and pick up on those, those little cues, which you aren't quite going to get across... Uh, a webcam um, but I suppose you know games like this are I would imagine being developed as well uh, you know more remote kind of play more party kind of play across webcams we'll yeah. probably see a little bit more of that in the future um, I, I, I mean I think in the next coming months there'll be a whole <laughs> bunch more yeah so uh, who knows what whether whether it's a new Jackbox game and or other people kind of jumping on the bandwagon um yeah, so that's the thing out. I wanted to bring up was um, mm. Elle introduced us to one of her favorite net games, which is called Scriblio. Scribble.io. Yeah. Um, and Scriblio um, is, I'm, I'm sure, it's like Pictionary, essentially. Um, one, it's a browser based game. Mm. So, like, we little, like, we. Should we started a private room. There's also like just join a random room, but like mm-hmm. you start a private room and then give the link, and then all your all your party members can go. And it scales to a whole bunch of people. But the idea is, at any one point, someone's the active drawer, and you get a choice of three um, clues that you can um, draw. Like I had lines, Stegosaurus, and Genie or something. I can't remember where the third one was, but it was lines, Stegosaurus, and something. Mm-hmm. And it then it shows how many letters the prompt is at the top above the drawing, and then you draw it. And the point is, um, people need to figure out what it is by typing in the chat a guess. And if it is the if it's the letter perfect, mm-hmm. it's obviously. Uh, but if it's the right thing, like you type Stegosaurus correctly, um, it'll say 
username guess the word and you'll get points for being the first one or how much time it took you and if it if you've got it wrong it just fills in the chat so you can just chat shit as well as put guesses in but then you can see what everyone else's guess is yeah um and so on certain things where like the the photo the picture is like building uh like as in like it's building up you can sort of be like Someone guessed this, then they got it immediately. Now I'm looking at it, oh, it must be this. And sometimes it's just like... Because most of us can't draw well with a mouse, right? So yeah. it's, a lot of the times it's like, oh. <laughs> but like, one of... <laughs> yeah, so I picked line, and then I'm so bad with a mouse that it was like... <laughs> like it, had, it had had a bit of an angle in the middle. I'm like, oh. And I was like, where's the eraser? But like, people got it right away. Because I'm just like, that's it. And it's really, it's. I think it was good to be on the Discord with each other and talking, yeah, and like chatting shit at people. I'm like, come on, you should be able to get this. Um, uh, and then I also I got switch the word switch. So of course I made a black box and then a red box and a, a blue box mm. on the sides of it. And immediately Natalie, who owns a switch and has been playing Animal Crossing day in day out, was like. Got it. And people were like, what just happened? And then when I made the little, like, plus sign and the minus sign and the sticks and started filling in the buttons, it was like, L got it. And then uh, McNabb yeah. just couldn't quite get it. But it was like, it, sometimes it can be, even though you're crap at drawing, it can be, yeah. like, pretty easy to do. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was real fun. I want to do nice. that again. Online Pictionary. And, Beautiful. yeah, also because, like, mm. you could just sort of do it. Mm. But, but, like, having the voice channel, like, that's something you could, like put Discord on your phone for the voice and then just grab a laptop or whatever mm. or, yeah. or your tablet and draw. So yeah, those were those were the communal games. I think that's probably I think that's my role in my various social groups coming forward. I think it's I'm going to find ways we can play games together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, it's, cool. and it's great. It's great to kind of as everyone's sort of inside and I was sort of socialize at the moment. It's a really good way just for people to have an hour talking to somebody else as yeah. well, you know, whether and, and it's not a loved one being like, exactly. Have you been coughing? Surrounded by I didn't cough. Sorry, there was cat hair in my throat. Surrounded by the same three people, kind of day in day out. It's good yeah. to have someone else to uh, to talk to, even if that is just inane bullshit over a game. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, and I think it's, it's easier speed. to like get people to play a game sometimes than be like, can we all just get in a group chat and chat? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, unless you're people like us, it's like, well, sure, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. do that all of the time. Yeah, once a week at a minimum. <laughs> it's forced me to uh, actually plug in a webcam, i.e., this connect, mm. and learn OBS. So, just yeah, just when in we... case you know someone needs <laughs> some kind of contact somewhere in the world. When are we seeing <laughs> your beautiful face, Lucy, uh... playing some games? Yeah, I'll give you. You the know what? I'd play something. <laughs> I'd play something like like Jackbox, like any other game. I'd be like, I don't want to talk to people well, I was and play a game. If everyone was okay, I'm playing I my game. Be, I think I might start on the out of lives, just streaming our Jackbox games. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I wonder we'll whether see. there's an ethical we'll question yeah. about permissions. I said if everyone agrees. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree because I. <laughs> have no stake in this. Well, I think it's one of those where, um, like, Kim and I were talking, and I said, "Look, we could we could do this like every Sunday. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be the same kind of thing every Sunday, but it'd be but- good just to get together with friends mm. and to do something. 
Um, you know, Kim and I have been playing a few different like card games over the last few evenings. Um, things like Monopoly Deal and those Wait, sorts of things. Are you fishing? <laughs> what are you doing, Lucy? Oh, the wire. <laughs> The headphones were. <laughs> it, it just, the, the, yeah, it just you were looking so intently off into the distance, and this wire was just like shaking back and forth. It was amazing. Uh, sorry, right, podcast fishing. listeners who aren't YouTube listeners. Uh, <laughs> well, that was sorry, you were saying. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, so it's it's definitely something that's I, I think at the moment definitely something that's needed. Um, you know, just to bring people together and to keep a little bit of sanity for everybody. Um, totally. My life literally hasn't changed. It's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hearing people like playing uh, card games in their bunker is quite amusing to me. That's it, mate. Just smashing I like back board wine games and card games. Card like games. this is a chance for me to get my flatmates to actually play some of my random games. Mm. This is time for me to whittle down that backlog, but it's not working because everybody's giving out games for free. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking cunts. I oh, know. <laughs> How dare they? So. That seems like a good place to jump into, um, just to highlight a few cool things and good things that have been happening over the last uh, week. Um, um, I, I mean, my segue to this was going to be that if you like games like Drawful, Drawful 2 is free on mm. Steam, because they've just decided to give it away uh, for, forever. It's not it's not a time thing like for the month, like a lot. some of these giveaways are. They're just like, if you add it to your library, it's, it's fucking yours, price mm-hmm. is zero. Yeah. Which is really good because, like, then then you don't need someone to buy a whole party pack. Then, like, if you guys just want to play essentially internet pictionary, someone needs Steam. Yeah, yeah. and then I, I I think they sell like you know like Quick Flash separately and stuff yeah. like that for real cheap, like three pounds or something like that. So yeah, versus it's like seventy five quid for the full quintuple or sextuple party yeah. pack right now. It's mm. like. God, yeah. The, I think it's free on Game Pass as well. I think free is, or maybe it's left yeah. at this point. I don't the Quint know, Pack, really. which is one through five, is twenty four percent off as a bundle, but still seventy five quid. I was mm-hmm. like, I definitely did not pay that much for all. Yeah. Mm. Surely they must have given away on Plus or. Live oh, I, I got I got a humble bundle of like four of them at one point, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. like a sales of the random ones. I think the mm-hmm. most I paid was for six because I. I I just knew it would be coming handy before it went on sale. Because yeah. I... It's one of the few times I know that if I if someone's got Steam and I've got a party, I can be like, why don't we just play a Jackbox game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just log in and download it, which is what I did at the party before Christmas. Mm. Um, That's a good, not good, prep I, in, good prep in yeah. mind for these times. Yeah, yeah I'm right glad right. I bought a Ring Fit. <laughs> so glad. <laughs> I'm, yeah, those, I tried to. Man, that yeah. thing's not available. No, turns out everyone had that idea much quicker than I. Yeah, <laughs> I got mine January. It was just after Christmas. So, um, I mean, yeah, I was talking really about this. You, you, it's because of you that I was like, shit. I might, I might actually buy that. That's just it's sounds good. Like, like it, it, a, mm. worth my time. And then I just sort of sat on it. And then the only reason I remembered it was someone was complaining about. Exercise. So I was like, "Oh yeah, I should buy one of those." And it's like, "Well, obviously, everyone else has thought about yeah. it way sooner than me." Yeah, they yeah. are sold out everywhere. But yeah, mm. it's just uh, I I do it. I well, try to do it every morning. Um, nice first thing. But it, it, it's it for anyone who tries to exercise. It's like and doesn't have the discipline for it, mm. especially mm. working like different muscle groups. Like because usually once you go to the gym or do your own exercise. You're really just getting in a groove and working the same things over and over again. 
this very easy to do that. Yeah. Yeah. This it, it it isn't discipline in making you doing all the different things. It's oh, I want to do that. That is actually fun. You mm. know. So it's it just completely changes the dynamic of you know exercise really. So yeah, yeah. it's really good. Good. I nice. recommend that to anybody. So. Yeah, really good. If, if you can't get ring fit, Kim and I have been doing Ooh. lots of YouTube sort of workouts mm. and things yeah, like that. You know, that? little. And we, but we were doing this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if it was an evening, we'd do like a little uh, yoga session or a Pilates session or something like that for an evening. And then on a different evening, we'd do like a hit video um, yeah. or, or something like a little twenty-minute kind of circuit workout. Um, and obviously a lot of those are still free on YouTube it's definitely good to encourage everyone to still get in some exercise Mm -hmm. whilst you have to be at home and it's super easy to kind of to do that but yeah Ring Fit does seem like a really fun way to be able to to do because it's like oh I could put Joe Wicks on again or I could Mm. just easily turn him off when I'm tired whereas like (laughs) Ring Fit is like yeah mate now we're going to do this and it's a little bit like (laughs) yeah yeah or you sick of his accent? With this reference, um, <laughs> I'm, I might be okay. Joe Essex Wicks. Um, yeah, this is like like I I just unlocked the ability to uh, canoe or row. Or I think it's canoeing. Yeah, or paddleboard. It's more paddleboarding. Are yeah. you sitting? You're standing, and then you oh, have yeah, to sometimes yeah. crouch and squat when mm, you're yeah. going under. Oh wow! But it's like, yeah. Um, but it's like, oh, I, I want to see what this ability is about, and this is, it's just weirdly f- fun. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, if you, like, you remember when you had, like, exercise bites, and they'd put it on, like, a virtual screen of, like, this little person yeah. actually doing it. It's like that, but a more billion times. <laughs> yeah, it gets more immersive, yeah. My avatar has... Abs, so it's not really that immersive. <laughs> Absatar. <laughs> <laughs> the last. It's not a true representation of self. Huh? Absatar, the last ring bender. No, 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 no one um, should bend rings. <laughs> except Sonic. Moving your Sonic, yeah, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah. So uh, again, another reason why I wanted to drink. Um, the Brugada beer mm-hmm. um, yeah. today was also because they have announced that they are, are bringing in this new sort of an, an initiative or this new thing that they want to do uh, called One on Us. Mm-hmm. So for the foreseeable future, I'm reading direct now from their Instagram post. Uh, for the foreseeable future, we will be donating a proportion of our beer at cost price and have created a platform that allows anyone to give a four-pack and message of support to an NHS employee who can claim it when they are ready to do so. It's not much, but with beer nationally recognised as a currency of gratitude, it's a small gesture to show our appreciation to a tireless NHS worker that you don't know and may never meet. A way of saying, here's one on us. They've also donated the first 50 packs. Um, That all include a message of support from members of the team. Um, So you can tag them and let them know they may all be gone by now because this was yesterday I think yeah. that went out but essentially right. you can go on um, Brugada's website and buy a four pack to donate to yeah. an NHS worker that's a nice gesture because really cool. if yeah. anyone deserves it it's, it's certainly them mm. absolutely <laughs> yeah. yeah at the moment I think they need as much beer as well, they can get yeah. 
it, really. whenever, like all throughout the year, but yeah, especially yeah. now. Yeah. I thought you were going to say whenever, all throughout the day. I'm like, mm, Lucy. <laughs> yeah, just about to do um, brain surgery. You know, scalpel in one hand, beer in the other. Yeah, why not? I mean, if they can fit one in between their you know, multiple <laughs> 17, 18 hour shifts that they, uh, I imagine that a lot of them are doing, maybe not 18 hour shifts, but you know long, long days for a lot of these people at the moment. So it's really good to be able to kind of give something uh, give something back to them. Yeah. So, yeah, really good yeah. Um, initiative. No, uh, I didn't know that. Brugida. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. must have missed their Instagram. Yeah, it was only only yesterday, I think, um, that they put it up. So... Um, I should be following them. Oh, here we go. Then oh, there's a... There's, so, you scroll to the top of their Instagram. Um, so far, in 24 hours, they've had 234 cases donated. Good stuff. That's really good. Mm. That's not just really good. That's brew good. Yay! Very good. <laughs> brew good are in fact. Um, and Lucy, you also mm. posted earlier. <coughs> yes. I choked on my own laughs. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you did. Uh, Lucy, you posted earlier as well about uh, Plague Inc. Yes. Oh yeah. They have given away. Was it a million? Was it dollars? Was it a million dollars? I think it's dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it ain't. I don't think it's quite a million. Right. Where's that article? Let me get it. It's here. Here we go. Okay. On behalf Good of all players of Plague Inc., we've mm-hmm. made a two hundred and fifty-five thousand two hundred fifty-five. Where did that other five come from? Two hundred and fifty thousand dollar donation, split between the Coalition of of Epidemic Preparedness Innovations and the World Health Organization's COVID nineteen Solidarity Response Fund. Yeah, good stuff, because they, as we spoke about last week, their sales spiked in China <laughs> Yeah, when all this was going on, so, um, yeah, it's, didn't have to, you know, it's great that they are good stuff. Very much Absolutely. so, yeah. Mm. And they, they also um, are, like, making a new game as well, or oh. some kind of update to play Yink, so, mm-hmm. um, at the bottom of their post... Um, they also say, uh, when arranging our donations with The Who and Seppi, we were repeatedly asked if we could make a game which let the player work to stop an outbreak. Therefore, as well as providing financial support, we are accelerating work on a new Plague Inc. game mode, which lets players save the world from a deadly disease outbreak. Players will have, a bal- will have to balance managing disease progression and boosting healthcare systems, as well as controlling real-world actions, such as triaging, quarantining, social distancing, and closing of public spaces. We are developing this game mode with the help of experts from the World Health Organization, the Global Outbreak Alert and Response Network, and more. So, I mean, yeah, again, raise awareness where you can, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as we were, as we were kind of saying from uh, from last week, maybe don't take your advice from a game, but support stuff like this, like where you can. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't remember what they're called. Endemic. Yeah. Creations, yeah, endemic creations, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I shared out the death and taxes thing. It's not related to the virus, but I thought it was cool. Mm. Um, death and taxes, the game I spoke about, it was last week, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. They're they're making the code open source, which is cool because oh, cool. the game only came out what, a month ago or something mm. like that. They said they had positive uh, sales, like. 
sold 26,000 copies so far, which is good for any like small indie team. And Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the coder was like, you know what, I want to make this open source like none of the voice acting and final assets will be in the in the source code but mm-hmm. it's like yeah go go have fun go make stuff with it it's like and i thought that's nice it's cool yeah don't see that anymore <laughs> no no not, so, at all. Again, not for a retail game certainly mm-hmm. not so yeah something really good to just alleviate alleviate boredom for mm-hmm. some people to just go in and tinker and play and uh, make some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. And, and the coder's name is Oak, which is a cool name because I just think of Professor Oak. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think he is a professor? Probably. Anyone who can code is a professor in my eyes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> given my current lack of a job and trouble hunting for. Essentially, that market. I'm, I'm going to have to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it were that easy. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I c- I can so, code a little. I'm uh, a professor. Uh, <laughs> I'm not nowhere near. So, so God. Um, <laughs> weird. Uh, I mean, it's just because it came up. Life update, hmm. and um, so I had my PhD. I defended it. I had <sighs> corrections. I wrote them. They got correct. They Yay. got accepted a couple weeks ago. Today's the day that the like. The, the board is supposed to process the paperwork. Ah. And, and uh, I remember thinking when I got that email, you know, I didn't realize how anxious I was because I had so many, like, ups and downs in this PhD. I was like, oh, shit, it's done. People just have to, like, process a piece of paper. It's great. No, there's no other shoe to drop. And then fucking Corona. It's like, oh, there's a shoe. Fuck you, there's a shoe. There's always a shoe. It's a big until. fucking boot, mate. It, not yeah, just a shoe. Like, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just thought that was that was an amusing anecdote of me letting my guard down, yeah, and then life yeah. being like, like I, obviously, I'm not saying this is a, the biggest deal given the way the world is, but yeah. it was just like, oh it yeah, it's just like really menial thing, like this. Wh- why do you have maracas? Because you 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 got your PhD. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, mate, I now have to wait for that, those now. people to actually do what they were scheduled to no, do you'll today. Be fine. <laughs> yeah, let alone the fact that uh, <laughs> I'm supposed to graduate, like walk across the stage, get the the the, the certificate or whatever you call it. Uh, when was that meant to be? Which one? in July? Yeah, okay. So that's not, probably not going to happen. Yeah. I saw that like yeah. these Japanese students like recreated like. <laughs> Graduation in Minecraft. Yep. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, but weren't they like for you. like second graders finishing second? Yeah, it was. It was not important yeah. at all. Yeah. So great. I mean, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I just want someone to say it's fucking over. Yeah. That's what I want. You will get there. But you've got that. Happen. You do. You do have that with your corrections being. Uh, um, what's the word? Like approved. agreed and approved. Yeah, uh, you've approved, got that. Yeah, yeah. So it's in the bag. So rackers. Yeah. Hooray. These used to light up, but I think the battery's gone. So. Oh, that's sad. Mm. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, we, we, we were talking about something. Yeah, please. Somehow. So this. Oh, what I was they saying. do like, light the up. Taste lingers, but I still them. haven't quite finished this one. Oh, it's just it's just too bright in there. Uh, no, I think you just have to hit them uh, mm. with enough force. So you're use but I'd make time. a real racket. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Right. I have mm. opened. I'm mm-hmm. yet. Well, little bottle I have got. Um, 
Yubnub. Which is fucking from the moon of Endor. Mate, it's well, it's a collaboration between Vibrant Forest and Emperors. Oh, wow. Obviously, every beer that Emperors puts out is Star Wars. <laughs> it's that yeah, okay, so it actually is from the moon of yes. Endor. Oh my That's god, is amazing. that an Ewok on there? Is that, so, is that a picture of an Ewok? No, there's no, there's no Ewoks. There's no. Oh, there's a picture of, of an Ewok. There's lots of Ewok. fires in a forest. So what is what is the is that the Emperor in a circle? Yeah. What is that? That's yeah. that's Emperor's Brewery. Oh, I thought it was uh, an Ewok. Me, <laughs> you, you mean Ray's grandfather? No. Uh, which clone? The third? The fourth? The who knows? Who knows what clone it's meant to be? So this is a black Star Wars barley got wine. Complicated, didn't it? It did. It did get complicated. <laughs> um, we teamed up with Emperor's Brewery for this big barley wine, and of course, Ooh, in barley. true Emperor's style, this was always going to be something dark and a bit special. Up front, there are big, thick, chewy dark malts, which give chewy. a warm, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> which give a warming, full-bodied chocolate character, and these are joined in the background by a little zingy ginger. The finish is celebrated with a moderate bitterness, some warming alcohol, and a little chocolate goodness from the addition of cacao nibs. It's 12.7%. Damn. I thought I was going to get the heavy header. <laughs> yeah. Ben, well, might have to end this early after you finish the... <laughs> God knows what's going to be said. It is only in a little little 330 <laughs> little bottle, so it's... That's it's fair. More ginormous uh, can. Ooh! Ooh! Knows instantly. Um, Lucy, mm, mm. what have you got next? I've got another beer from Gypsy Hill, uh, and this is called Gruff, and it is a collaboration with uh, Mars Brawl. Um, it is a red oh, Maybach. Hang on, you disappeared. Oh. You disappeared. I didn't hear okay. any of that. Oh, didn't disappear. Did you hear that? It's from Gypsy Hill. Yes, and a collaboration with. Uh, Mars Bro. I'm probably butchering that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll just read what it says. Gruff is a collaboration with Mars Bro. It's a Red Maybach uh, that we've lagered for a hundred days. We picked specific malts from that. That's Bamberg, isn't it? And used Mars Bro's house yeast to deliver a full-bodied, complex multi-lager that's full of depth and character. Mm. Um, this is part of the uh, illustrator's takeover, and the featured illustrator art is from Jade Perkin. It is okay. oh. nice little guy. Sort of looks like um, Oddlaw from Where's Wally, uh, and he's holding <laughs> up the name of the beer called Gruff. There's a Billy Goat there, so I'm guessing those are related. But yeah, it's six point eight percent. Don't really see many Maybox. No, that's very true. Mm. Um, and I've got the Imperial Wedding Cake Break from Evil Twin Brewing, Ooh. Uh, which is which it was produced and canned for Evil Twin Brewing by Westbrook Brewing in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Uh, yeah, it is uh, an eleven point five percent. Imperial um, Stout uh, Porter uh, with coffee, <laughs> vanilla, almonds, and wedding cake added. Oh. So it's an Imperial Porter with stuff, including actual cake thrown in the grist. Okay. okay. Oh, nice. I was like, 
Well, if I'm buying a 3.5%, might as well buy whatever nonsense this is. Yeah, balance it out, you know? Now you've got, like, what? About 7% each way or something? Yeah, yeah. Holy. 15, 15% mm. overall, something like that, yeah. 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 8%, two double IPAs, mix nice. it out. Yeah, nice. Good. So, yub nub. <laughs> Sorry. Yub nub. Yub nub. Yub nub. It's got a lovely sweet nose. Mm-hmm. Almost maybe. It kind of comes across a little bit licorice on the nose mm-hmm. as well. I can't remember exactly what this said. Um, I don't think it said anything uh, about the nose. It was more about the flavour in the um, in the flavour text. But mm. Ooh. oh, oh, wow. you do. Oh, that is dark. It is and very like dark. No bubbles. No head. And then, no, absolutely. It's flat. It's so so flat. Um, even in the flavour, it's it's or in the in the mouthfeel, it's completely flat. I think it says about sort of um, you know those those uh, chewy malts coming through, and that is absolutely kicking through as a licorice flavour, mm. and it is it is chewy, it, absolutely the way it sort of like sits and the residue that kind of uh, is still there, you can feel it, and you know that like, you want to just be like I'm a little bit on this, um, the ginger. You do get, um, just giving it a little bit of a lift, a little bit of a kick to it. Mm. But it's not um, not overpowering. So the, the licorice kind of comes in quite quickly and the ginger pulls in through that. And both flavours kind of sit very nicely sort of side by side. Uh, it is warming. Definitely, you definitely know that it's a big alcohol beer as well. Has that little right. hint of sweetness to it, and that flavour lingers. Oh, and it's still even now. You, I can feel it. It's viscous. It's kind of coating my mouth, coating my throat as well. Like it's not, it's not thick, but it's almost a little syrupy. Not, not quite that, but. I don't know whether it's just because I've been drinking a lot of Jaeger as well over the last week. Um, but it's, you know, it's got that similar kind of feel to it. Um, you know, slightly spiced, a little kick to it, a little bit of licorice in there. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, even at 12.7%, and with that depth of flavour that it's got, I'm, I'm reaching, I'm reaching for it. Even with that long finish, it's just very easy to... To, to sip. Oh right. dear. I'm going to have to slow down, aren't I? Lucy! <laughs> oh dear. How's your beer? You just remind me of that. Oh, when is it in, in between us when he says, oh dear? What? Oh, it's when Simon's like throwing up. <laughs> he like threw up on uh, what's his name's little, little brother. He goes, oh dear. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> in between us is great. Um, mine, uh, it's got. Hmm, this isn't very red. Red Maybach isn't very red. I was hoping it'd come out like uh, a deal spear. Mm. Like, mm. But it. Hmm, maybe it's the lighting, but it, when I hold it up to the light, it's got a really coppery. 
I was going to say, it looks kind of coppery mm. orange. Mm. I didn't know if that was your sort of brightish display versus yeah, the real uh, world. The real world. It looks very clear yeah, very as well. Yeah, it's mm. completely transparent, so. Ooh. Got a bit of a coppery smell to it as well. Like, kind of metallic. Hmm. Bit of like spicy berries as well. Let's Ooh. see what it tastes like. Interesting. Huh. Which spicy berries? You oh. know. Yeah. The spicy ones. Mm-hmm. The one that you find in like Christmas pudding. Ah. But it's got like a really yeah, it's got like a fruity berry taste to it. Mm. Hmm. It's definitely got those lager sensibilities. It's very clean, it's very it's quite soft as well. It's not. It's. I mean, there's hardly any carbonation at this point. I poured it a little while ago, but yeah, barely any head. It's like like a third of a finger, like white head to it, and right. Very very soft, hardly carbonated. I've had some like nice lagers recently, and this is up there. Yeah. Um. I had a beer earlier today um, from, was it Boundary? Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have a cat. It was like a hell is lager. Mm. That was spot on. That was really nice. But nice. Um, but yeah, this is, this has got like that, like kind of berry, like fruity flavor at the start. And then it gives away to like some like bubblegum, estery, like oh. notes. So it's bringing those lager qualities into it a bit later, but... Yeah, it's really soft and easy drinking. Um, it's good. I really Excellent. like this. Good. Mm. It's great. not going to last. You can't tell it's 6.8% at all. Mm-hmm. It tastes like a 4% beer. It's like, not watery, but it's like thin and it's not heavy at all. It's like really light bodied, so it's just really easy to drink. Mm. So you can't tell it's 6.8. Nice. This is nice. Mm. I had um, uh, a beer from North a couple of days ago. Um, which was uh, like a double dry hopped IPA, about seven-ish percent, I think, and that was again just so easy and and sort of session. We could not tell the alcohol on that at mm. all, and it's crazy mm. that we're getting a lot of these higher beers that just mask mask that percentage so well that you could just keep going with them. Was that like a dark reddish can, like? Yes, that reddish bluish can. Yes, I might yeah, have put that in yeah, the fridge. I think it's like a red, red and red and black sort of stripey, yeah, splattered I think that, I j- sort back, of can. I think it's seven point seven. Mm. Pretty sure I just put that in the fridge. Ooh. nice. Mm. It's good. It's very nice. Yeah, uh, Adol, how was your beer? Ooh. It's dark as fuck. <laughs> the Porter uh, King. Like, look, look, look how how that head. The head was about. Finger and a half, but it just it lingers. Mm. Like, it, it, it's a syrupy sort of viscosity. Nice. It's also it is an eleven percent imperial porter. <laughs> it, it's got it ends with that sickly sweet alcohol taste. It's that co- it's surprisingly well balanced for all the things that are going on. Mm. Um. So it starts with, like, porter, coffee, uh, this is what it's doing. Imperial porter, it's got those coffee notes, and then when those fade, you get the 
vanilla and almond, which sort of tastes like... Wait, did someone put amaretto in this? Because it's mm. so strong oh, that you I... get that alcohol and almond and a touch of vanilla that just makes nice. you think amaretto. Wow. Nice. Um, and then it, it... Then you get the... Uh, kind of tastes like fruitcake moment. Yeah, because yeah. when you were talking about wedding cake, I was yeah. I, I mean, I don't we went know to Jamaican fruitcake, cake, but like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. there is a bit of a fruitiness, and with the coffee and the amar- the amaretto type taste, yeah. and then cake and that thickness, it's just like first oh, yeah, one that tastes kind of like cake. That's weird, mm. and and that doesn't last too long, and then it finishes like I said, kind of, uh, kind of. The nice version of sickly sweet, that mm. alcohol sweetness, um, bit of that vanilla almond li- lasting touch of the cakeness. But actually, what I like about this is the cake, especially once I've acclimatized. Like the cake is like one point in the taste curve, which not my favorite part of the taste curve. It works; it all blends well, but it, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Mm. Um, mm. So, like, it's really porter coffee forward, and then has this, like I said, this amaretto moment, then a cake moment, then it kind of ends with a blend of them all, but it's actually quite light, except for the fact that you can tell you're drinking a strong beer. Nice. Um, so even if you weren't a huge fan of, like, the cakiness, there's a bunch of other things going on, and it's not the majority taste, despite being called the Imperial Wedding Cake Break. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that makes me remember, like, the, the Siren. I think they did, like, a Jamaican rum cake beer. Yes. Yeah, yeah they did. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's it's a boozy beer. Mm. I think the especially with the vanilla and the almond in there. It, again, it's get, get, making me think of like amaretto and almond liqueur and stuff. I haven't so had like, amaretto in ages. Actually, I like yeah. amaretto. It's very sweet, but yeah, I know I've got a friend who just drinks it, like just that, straight that's her drink. Just like for out, out, going out boozing, it's like, it, like, or like going back to someone's house, people buy tins. She's like, "Why don't we just get a bottle of Amaretto splits?" Because I don't want to really have the Coke. She's like, "What do you mean Coke?" I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd rather just drink it <laughs> straight than with tra- with Coke. But um, yeah, I remember a few years, like it's probably getting about ten years back now, where yeah, Amaretto was definitely the drink of choice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. No, I'm fancy, and I drink gin. Fancy. It, I They're do all like, disgusting. I, all spirits are disgusting. I was going to say I do like how our spirits, <laughs> our spirits uh, between the three of us, are very different. What we, what we yeah. enjoy. Like Adol, you're, you're a whiskey man. Yes, I am. There it is. <sighs> you and found this on offer. You like Jaeger, Ben? Nice. Oh. Huh? Yeah. You like Jaeger, Ben? Like I'm, I'm a Jaeger or a rum man. I'm a spiced rum man. Rum. Rum, yeah, yeah. I like. I prefer dark rum. Dark rum is my favorite type of rum. Then spiced, then spiced white. Rum. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. And, and Lucy, you, you, you buy really a shots of vodka at the end but, of nights. Um, so I mean, that was just. I have no idea why I did that. <laughs> well, so mm. last time I was out on the town, like a couple of days before the Corona lock, the the pubs were closed. Mm. Two days mm-hmm. actually. Friend bought. Uh, Isaac um, bought bought us tequila shots, and I was like, "Oh no, tequila! I can't drink tequila because it ends like really badly. (laughs) (laughs) Not not just oh, you know, I I don't like it. Also, no, there will probably be an ambulance involved." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I drink tequila. I've drank it like three times in my life because it I makes think, you angry. Or no, bad things just seem to happen. 
I'm not going to go. Wait, did, we, did we have tequila that, that, that first camera, time but... I met you in Birmingham? No, no, because I, I, I avoid it like the plague. I don't drink okay. it. Oh, so, just... so you stay with it beyond two meters of all the <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I got my plague doctor beacon. Yeah, I, I know to just decline and just say no. That's Absolutely. fair. Absolutely, yeah. It's bad. Oh, I've, I've just realized Adam's taking a photo of his beer and I haven't taken one of this. I've drank almost half of it already. <laughs> That's fine. fine. I, I kind of like the, the, the half-drunk pictures. It's disappearing mm. so Otherwise quickly. Otherwise, people will just think that we throw them away and we don't actually drink beer. Yeah, that's true, yeah. That's yeah, true. Just yeah take you, we're professional pourers. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, uh, let's keep talking about some games. Um, I wanted to touch on a couple of smaller experiences um, that I had. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, Steam, um, not released, but they'd organised with a lot of developers that were going to be at GDC um, to put out some demos for their games, which is brilliant. And they were available uh, all last weekend yeah. for about a four-day period, roughly. Um, and I played, I downloaded about six, but I only got to play two. Um, the first was Carrion. Yes. Which I really liked. Um, Me too. It, it's it's it, you know it looks like and plays like a Metroidvania, but you are yeah. this hideous beast like <laughs> uh, entity, tentacle you're monster. Kind of, yeah, you're like, like just, just pure f- flesh and muscle, yeah. throwing tentacles out, eating people, uh, moving through the environment, trashing it and stuff and. It just it, it has that that tone to it that mm. you kind of don't really get in like pixel art kind of games. Um, you haven't played enough pixel art games. Well, the, uh, yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> it, it, I'm trying to think. There was is it called something like a um, what's that one where you're the lad and you're walking through the environment and you can kind of hide behind in, in little alcoves and people are walking through and stuff. Um, and you've got a torch. It reminded me of that, just with the vignette round the outside, a little dark to the, uh, um, little sure. dark sort of filter to the screen. Um, I don't know what you were talking about. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. That, I want to know. That, what you're mm, in the dark, or I can't remember. Which something about the dark. Like alone in the dark. Might no, be that. That's a bigger. That's a bigger game. Yeah, I was like that. That's an actual thing. Yeah. Oh, um, what was the name of this? Ga- I can't remember the name of this game now. Uh, Carrion. Something Carrying, nightmares. I, I, yeah, sorry, I, don't, I can't I don't remember. remember. It came out on like PlayStation nightmares? Plus years and years and years ago. That's where I played it. Um, but yeah, Carry On just kind of lets you uh, be a bit of a beast and destroy lots of people and kind of. Uh, I was going to say slither, but you're not really slithering. You're kind of uh, swinging crawling. and skipping and crawling mm. your way through the environment, and it just it Sleuthing. feels good. Um, you Slytherin? know, yeah, the 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 movement really feels uh, really feels good. You know, the way that yeah, actually does, you yeah. can you've got a lot of vertical movement because obviously this creature is kind of using its tentacles to be able to move up and stuff like that. Um, and it, it it just it made me a lot more interested than I was previously yeah. thinking. Okay, this looks cool, absolutely, mm-hmm. but being able to play it and feel that sense of motion from this kind of creature that you are really yeah. sort of sold it to me. Um, yeah, I was I was pretty much already sold on it, but 
after playing it, I was like, oh no, this is a proper Metroidvania. Like mm. you're earning upgrades and yeah. you know unlocking. You're going back and forth in between rooms. I didn't see an in-game map, but if there is one, then it just ticks every box to me. So it's like, yeah, um, definitely, mm. definitely a shoe in. Good. What else did you play on um, the Steam game? The other festival? one I played was called. Oh no, where's my bit of paper gone? Um, what a strange called... name for a game. <laughs> what was it like? It's called something like a uh, uh, hundred days, and it is oh, a wine. Yeah, the wine making one. Making simulator. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, uh, from the text at the start, very much said this isn't kind of the demo that we wanted to release. Uh, we we very hastily put this together after GDC was cancelled, where we were going to show it to people and stuff. And it's it's a management sim where you're growing various uh, uh, grape strains and making wine out of them, mm-hmm. and having to either you know the, the different processes of of making wine and then taking it to market and selling it and things. But the way it does it is on this um, is on a grid. And you basically fill the grid with different things that you have. So uh, you're presented with this grid and then cards. Mm -hmm. And you play a card and that card may be um, like the uh, like three by three tiles. And that's your vineyard. That's where your grapes are growing. And it takes a couple of days to be able to do that. But the grid is big enough that you can do other processes kind of around the outside and stuff. Yeah. So you might be able to fit in and manage your grid um, to do lots of different things. So you keep progress kind of going. Um, it, it was it was full of kind of um, issues because it's it, it's at that stage where they weren't really going to release a demo. But again, another little kind of management game that definitely has now gone on my wish list. Uh, I remember playing. Um, oh, I cannot remember the name of it. It was one. It was a, a game to do with um, brewing beer, but it was very like mobile game style. Oh yeah. So I you had that. to pick yeah. up like tokens, and everything took a certain amount of time. Um, Hundred days doesn't do that. Things do to take yeah. do take time, but you're kind of you're not accelerating them by paying for things. It is just do these things, go to the next day do these things right. go to the next day okay this is now ready to take to the next process mm-hmm. i can fit that in here and it seemed like something i would absolutely uh, enjoy um i'm not sure whether the title 100 days is uh, kind of like a literal meaning whether i only have a certain amount of time um within a winery to do things uh. or or whether that is kind of like a goal for certain stuff like didn't delve into that too much, uh, but yeah, absolutely. Um, again, it got me interested in something I had never heard of. Yeah, yeah. I played. Um, gosh, what were the games that I played? I played Carrion. Yes. Mm. Um, I played. Sugar. What's the name of that game? See, we're both having issues. Uh, Trying to figure out what the hell we played. Um, I downloaded uh, Roki. Or yes, Rock- I played Rock- that. I, pl- I played Roki. Uh, it's like yeah. a 
3D like movement, but it's like seen on a 2D plane, like point mm-hmm. click adventure game. Um, played that demo. I played. Oh Christ! It's it's like a pixel art, and you like platforming and Jesus Christ, what's his name? If I still had it downloaded, I'd figure yeah, it out. I, that's the thing. Like I've I've got rid of all of them now. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't play them anymore. No, I uh, added it to my wish list, but yeah, they're all gone. I'll figure <laughs> it out. Um, it's 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 amazing how bad my memory is now. Data added. There we go. I played Evans Remains. That's the one, which mm. is a kind of. Uh, yeah, it's 2D pixelated. It's like mostly a platformer, but it's got like a story to it. Yeah. Um, but I really like the art style of that. Backworlds. Um, that is a kind of... It's a puzzle platformer, but it's you play as like a chameleon and he can blend in. You can change the colour palettes of like the background and then blend in with that and then like that, that like changes the platforms and stuff like that. That seemed mm. cool. I tried Eldest Souls. Um, oh yeah, Souls like, yeah. and it's very slow, so it's boring. And I'll never no, play really? it. Oh really? I have no patience for those types of games. Yeah, you know? that's fair. It looks so. It, that's that's another one that I uh, had downloaded because it looked uh, at least from the trailer like the combat was pretty uh, frantic. You know, the character oh. was kind of zooming through yeah. the bosses and being able to do moves, and mm-hmm. you know, you hit them and several you know it's again it's a it's a numbers game where yeah. lots of numbers are flying out of these characters but you you do several hits and lots of numbers kind of fly out of them and i thought oh this this does look a little bit a little bit dark soulsy but maybe slightly faster but maybe it is once not. you've um upgraded or if you're just better than me which is probably the case but um yeah i didn't manage to play um, Mon Cage, which looks cool. That's like a kind of vignettes on iOS kind of game. Mm. Yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, there was. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I played Chicory. Uh, what's it? I can't remember the subtitle to that game. Let me just check. But that's Chicory. like a kind of um, ch- Chicory, a like colorful tale. I believe so. It's 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 basically a dog who wields this magical brush, and you're painting in the world, and oh, it's super calming. charming, super cool. Huh? A yes, calming. yes, it's it's a comedy. Oh, if the uh, dog was more um, hum- humanoid rather than oh. an actual dog, okay. But um, yeah, and it, and it's two D. But yeah, uh, I didn't play that one, but even though it was an updated demo, because I played uh, played it a few months ago, and I wanted to play hmm. things which were. You know, I hadn't experienced before, but um, that looks really promising. So that's probably the thing that I'm looking forward to most out of those games. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of stuff and um, carrying, yeah. Kind of, there was a lot of stuff within this that it highlighted, but you didn't actually get a demo for. So yeah, there were stuff like Cloudpunk, which I absolutely wanted to play the demo for. That was like the first thing I looked at. Um, but didn't I know have a demo. Coming, it's uh, coming if, to Game Pass, so ooh, hopefully Game PC Pass Game Pass then. that I should hopefully, keep my subscription yeah. for. If, it, if it's cheap enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Cloudpunk that's super promising. But I wanted to play Disc Room, that Devolver game that's mm. made like some of the people who 
made minute. That looks fun. But it's like, I know what that game is. You can look at it and it's like, yeah, I can imagine how this feels. Probably frustrating. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, probably don't need a demo for that. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Did you get some time with the um, not part of the Steam GDC demos? Did you get some time with the Resident 3 demo? I did, and then I, I played like... I, I honestly only played like 20 minutes, because I was like, you okay. know what? I get stressed by these games, and what the hell am I putting myself through this stressful <laughs> when it's a demo? You know? It's like... Resident Evil 2 was my favourite game last year. If Resident Evil 3 reviews well, I'm, I'm going to pick it up. So Yeah. Because yeah. my rewards points expire, so I need to buy something quickly. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'll... I'll I'll buy it and play, but it's like I'm just thinking. I'm not putting myself through this stress if I really don't need to. I'm none of my saves are carrying over. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, it's just not happening. So that's yeah. fair. But that's but fair. but yeah, I I played it on PC and it looks you know all the settings up to max. It looks amazing. Mm. Um, but I'm gonna have to buy on Xbox to get rid of those reward points. <laughs> so <laughs> them's the breaks. So it's um, the, the, those twenty minutes that you played. Hmm. Um, were they kind of mid-story? Did it throw you sort of straight into yeah. the deep end? Yeah, I, I imagine it's mid-story. I don't think it'll start off like that. Or maybe it will. I don't know. You, you're on the train carriage with um, was it Barry? I can't even remember. And Carlos. Um, and then they're just like, yeah, go do some stuff. You you walk into Raccoon City, which is a lot more open. It's not like the tight closed corridors mm. of Resident Evil 2 at least at the start um, in fact most of that game but it's a bit more open and there's a lot more zombies walking around in like clusters and yeah. I didn't actually meet Nemesis because I was like no I can't take this but um, <laughs> yeah it's, 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 it's definitely got a different feel to it you still have that kind of survival horror oh crap I, I've run out of everything I feel that in this game it might like I just feel like that 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 management of resources might be harder in this game because there's a lot mm. in you know these bigger spaces thrown at you so <sighs> but you do have things like I think you have a uh, tactical combat knife that doesn't break uh, whereas in like Resident Evil 2 you could use it once was it once or twice maybe once and then it was snap in half, like because that's what knives do apparently mm -hmm. in Raccoon City. But um, yeah. yeah, but this time it's like I think you can reuse it, and um, you you have a dodge mechanic, so mm -hmm. you know you can weave and bob and juke through you know zombies. But yeah, I think it's it's definitely got a different feel to it. But yeah, it seems super promising, like. If it's any similar to Resident Evil 2, it's going to be a great game. Nice. In terms of how confident that vision is, and like we know what we're doing, you know, we fine tune this to the like you're always on that brink of like needing more ammo, and you know that that asset management and resource management, but it's still doable. You're not going to get frustrated mm. by it. So yeah, it seems promising. Nice. Mm. I I find it really interesting that. They have remade Resi 2 and Resi 3 Nemesis, but they didn't start with the first game. 
Obviously, there's yeah. an like there is there is an HD kind of remake, but that that um, GameCube version is like what twenty years old now. So yeah, uh, it's it's more. I mean that that's a proper remaster, isn't it? Yeah, it's a remaster. Yeah, rather than a remake. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and it's an old remaster. Yeah. That still plays. You still get those. I mean, tanky controls. It's not great, but it's still it, it's still fine. Like. I, I think it's because didn't they like lose the source code for like Resident Evil Two and stuff like that? Like, I think is it's, that what happened? I'm not sure. I don't know if that's correct. So but better, better just do it again. Yeah, but I, I don't know. That's actually probably correct. Yeah, it was the PlayStation One era, so yeah. Um, but yeah, it makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see the point what? of huh. What? Sorry, this might be apocryphal, yes. but uh, according to Reddit, someone, uh, oh, sorry, a Kotaku article, someone posted to Reddit, the original Resident Evil was built on the source code of Goof Troop for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> I mean, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Capcom made all those games. Fuck. Capcom made all those games. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. Goofy? But Goof Troop was a 2D game. Looks like a demon creature. Yeah, yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. You just, you're walking the corridors, super <laughs> dark, no music in the background, and suddenly just... Just scares the shit out of you. He jumps <laughs> through the fucking window. Pluto's coming the other end. Who knows what the fuck's going on? Like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I can genuinely believe that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Capcom made all those Disney games back in the day, so... Ah, uh, uh, yeah, that was their niche for a long time, wasn't it? It was... Would you say niche? Because I mean, that's literally everyone. all they made. <laughs> yeah. Other than yeah, Mega Man. I mean, like, that was... Yeah. <laughs> Heaps. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Resident Evil 3. Mm. They need to remake Dino Crisis, otherwise I'm... Gonna go to their office and be like, uh, I was thinking that I, I have um, you have it on Dino Crisis Vita, on, on my PSP. I think it was on Vita in like the Americas as well. Just not sorry, my in the PS UK. Vita. Yeah, yeah. And we had Crash so like, uh, Bandicoot games. It's in somewhere the never. in a box that mm, way. I might just Sony. charge my Vita and it's like in this. I have such a backlog, and in these trying times, I kind of want... I'm fine with just playing Nostalgia Boner games. Mm. Yeah. Like, simpler times, fuck it, I'll just, like, grab a thing and play something. I've been stopping myself from going back to Broken Sword 2. Because that's Mm. what I really want to do instead of playing (laughs) modern games. I I almost... Part of me was like, what if I just played Final Fantasy (laughs) 7 before the remake? (laughs) This is dumb. You will then hate the remake, mm. which you actually want to buy and play. Yeah. <laughs> but how will it be delivered At the very least, play the days? remake and then play the rest of the game because mm. it's going to be like three hours of the game. Yeah. I'm super paranoid that I'm going to be pissed at that remake because it's going to be too little of the plot. Don't worry, dude. enough people, the gamers will rise up and then Square will be like, oh, yeah, yeah joking. But then just rush out like, episodes two and three and then it won't be good. Like the problem... like. If they're if they're trying to do it as like an eight episode thing, I just want them to tell me it's an eight episode yeah, thing. Yeah. 
wait for those reviews. Yeah. Well, it's like, the easiest yeah. way. I find it really interesting how quickly Capcom pushed out Resident Evil 3. Uh, I think they had two the, different teams working yeah, on it. Absolutely, but it, it was one of those where we kind of knew that the Resi 2 remake was happening, <laughs> what, like two years ago? Well, or three yeah, years, yeah. Three years ago now, two E3 years before it was kind of released. 18, it was announced. Was it? And then oh. yeah, E3 2018. But there was always there was always those rumours that it was like being that was being developed. There was that crowdfunding yeah. stuff. Yeah. There was the, the the previous director wearing a t-shirt. You know, mm-hmm. all of these kind of things that you sort of see and think, oh, are they doing this? But you you've got to think that that Resi Three must have again. Uh, it, it wasn't a product of the Resi Tomb remake selling no. really well. But it Capcom must have been have in development this. before that. Yeah, Capcom have done this the entire generation. Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, the, I think it's only like Resident Evil where it's like, oh no, you actually did this right. You didn't just put out another Mega Man X12, 16, you know, collection. It's like, you know, just put some original art in it and put in a nice wrapper. They actually remade it, you know? So it's like, they've actually done good the latter half mm. of this generation. The first half, it was like, Capcom, just get at it. Just get yeah, at it. absolutely. And and again, um, releasing like Monster Hunter World and then like the Iceborne uh, update for it as, a, as kind of... A, a game which uh, expanded past like that in the Nintendo system that they were on to yeah. put it onto kind of everything else. Suddenly, in the second half of this current generation, Capcom went, "What the fuck are we doing? Uh, mm. We we really need to kind of up our game here." Yeah. And, and Especially, I think 5. Street Fighter Five was the low point. Where yeah. it's like, oh yeah. goddamn, yeah. Mm. Especially with it being what was it a PS4 exclusive and PC. Yes, because the weird thing is, like, I'm not a massive Street Fighter fan, but I have never thought of Street Fighter Five, mm. like until now, <laughs> like on the second port after it released. Yeah, I never thought, oh, I'm going to pick up that game because that game is apparently better now, but it wasn't that long ago. It was still a gigantic mess. So. <laughs> They did have a lot of issues with the netcode and and yeah. things uh, like that. A lot of stuff what on the technical that side out? that just didn't didn't work. Was that 2015 oh, or something? That must have been 2015. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It must be five years old now. Because then you have stuff like Injustice, Mortal Kombat, Tekken yeah. Seven, and you just think how much better those games are than Street Fighter. So mm. they must be working on Street Fighter Six. Yeah, I'd imagine Street Fighter Six is probably uh, within six months to a year of the new console yeah. generation. I believe that. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, Lucy, mm. a Dino Crisis remake. Oh, God, I hope so. In the first year. In the Resi engine. Oh, I'm giving it, I'm gi- yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm calling it now. In the Resi engine, in the first year... Of the yes. consoles coming out, a Dino Crisis well, remake. If this doesn't happen, I'm knocking on your door. <laughs> Very upset. You said it yeah. was gonna happen. Instead of going to Japan, I'm just gonna come to Bristol and. To be fair, it's a, it's a much quicker journey. <laughs> exactly. Bring that Regina. We need her. These trying times. <laughs> we do. We do. Absolutely. Um, to, to sort of to finish talking of rumors. 
there is a little rumor of another Japanese developer who who may have relinquished the rights to a few of their IPs um, going over to Sony. So Konami possibly mm. releasing a few of their IPs over to Sony, including um, Silent Hill and others, which, again, like Metal Gear, which may then go to uh, go over to Kojima Productions and again more rumours and more kind of things on Twitter and stuff that Sony made a big purchase of a new developer uh, in the um, in the last couple of, of months so is all of this kind of tying up for a new Metal Gear or a new Silent Hill game or something of that ilk to obviously then go to Kojima Productions, which become a PlayStation first party studio, essentially. Uh, Adol, would you would you give a shit if any of this was true? No. <laughs> I've given up on giving. Konami's done so much back and forth. There's the rumor mills are mm. like so bad. Um, I guess, and also like Metal Gear had some good moments and some weird moments. And yeah. Like what was good about Five wasn't really the Metal Geary parts. Sure. So like, I'm happy if the that series just stopped mm. and people. I don't care enough about almost any so one of the reasons why I really like Final Fantasy as a series is that every mainstream entry is a reboot of the like there's like these things like crystals and light warriors and chocobos and summoning and and outside of those it's a new world with new approaches to all of mm-hmm. those and I think that's why I continue to go back to that series is because it's like we have certain themes yeah. and we have certain like mainstays and not every entry will have all the mainstays but they'll have most of them but like I don't need another fucking Metal Gear game sure like it, maybe that IP has made its point and that's okay like and same thing with Silent Hill I'd rather like remember the good I'd rather to be honest I'd rather a real remaster which like has the mm. like the fact that Silent Hill won was as scary as it was because of a technical limitation mm. and the and the and the fog was 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 there to make sure it, like it had to be there because they couldn't render anymore and when they remastered that they're like we can render more and totally misunderstood yeah, that yeah absolutely that's one like i would rather like a rema- a proper remaster to make it as spoopy as before but then also i don't need the silent hill lore for a spoopy game made by a good developer mm. Mm, I did. I think when you play Silent Hill if you remaster it though this kind of story loses its luster a bit you know what, yeah I mean you, that's what I'm saying I, like, mm. I think but like the only thing I would like would be I don't want the series to continue in a new town with a new person because I think it ends up probably be the best way to do it because if you rehash the first story it's like I know oh, how this I goes mean. you know Unless I, you I guess really I was thinking like for, for the new generation who's never played. I guess so, but what does so, like, the there's two, IP there's like, Silent Hills mean to them or Silent Hill? There's three generations that I'm thinking of. Like the, the first gen, I played Silent Hill on PS1. Mm-hmm. 
one? Yes. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. yeah. That, people, those are the people who are like, Silent Hill is a real franchise. And then there's like, the second gen who are like, people kept telling me about this, and then I played the remaster, and it was garbage, and they <laughs> told me it was garbage. And so maybe my opinion's wrong. And then there's all the new kids who are like, I don't know, Silent Hill's a thing, but also Five Nights at Freddy's is my no notion of <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. a spoopy game. And it's like, okay, you, there are ways of doing spoopy games that are way more tense than like what YouTubers like yell at. Mm. <laughs> um, but the remaster Silent Hill isn't that. The OG is probably much closer. But I'd rather you just... I'd rather someone just, in using the tools at hand, just make something that is, like, has inherited those ideas, but isn't, like, tied to either the plot of the first game, regardless if you've played it, mm. or the idea of what makes a Silent Hill game a Silent Hill game. Mm. I just want to make a good, scary game that isn't just pandering to YouTube. Yeah, well, yeah. And, like, Konami can do that. They don't need fucking Silent Hill. That's why PT was really exciting, because it wasn't called Silent Hill. What, what reminds me of uh, that is, like, um, The Evil Within? Because I'm just thinking Pyramid Head and just, like, a guy yeah. with, like, the box safe head and just, like, yeah. But it can we, be done. Yeah. It can, and it can. And, and we've seen it from... Um, Reimagining. Stuff like... Uh, what their, their first person instead, but, uh, like, Amnesia... Uh, like the Dark Descent and and Outlast, yeah. uh, you know, two two sort of new series from kind of new newer developers. Obviously, we've had sequels to those games. And there's a new Amnesia game coming as well. Uh, you know, they have kind of taken that mantle a little bit and and moved on with that. And we've seen then Resident Evil kind of uh, aping that with Resi Seven mm. going first person and thinking, well, the, the genre has shifted very slightly and these new developers are doing really good things so we are going to uh, come across and, and do something sort of similar um, or at least move into a different perspective and again, PT was first person as well uh, even with the kind of the Silent Hill name all sort of kind of tacked on and and sort of behind it um it it's again we kind of we we see these other games take like the lead in this and everyone sort of try to follow so as you say Adel, we don't kind of need silent hill to uh to like make a resurgence and to be a thing again because we have other stuff and they could very easily uh you know go and make something completely different and even if sony have acquired kojima productions and mm -hmm. they are working on some kind of horror game it doesn't need the silent hill name behind it no it just needs kojima and people going, that's what i'm saying that's precisely what i'm saying i don't want us to be pandering to the ip what yep. i want is a good fucking studio to make good fucking yep. games and that's yeah, we'll fair. see what their sophomore game is like. Yeah. Supposedly, Norman Reedus is a bit more time. You know, is is chatting with Kojima about another project. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, it's Kojima. So, who knows <laughs> when it will be? How long that will take? Although Death probably Stranding was pumped every out celebrity, Elon in Musk, a really swift will probably be in it or something. Elon Musk oh, everyone will be in it. Mads will be in it again. Mm. Norman Reedus Madonna. will be in it. Probably. Ooh, Madonna, yeah, sure. Oh. Avril Lavigne, whether it's her <laughs> or her clone from okay. you know, 2015 onwards. Or oh, yeah, Skater Boys. Yeah. 
there's there's loads of there's loads of things they could lean into. Slender Man, he'll be there somewhere. You know, it's... he was a Slender Man. He said, "See you later, man." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that seems like a good place to finish for this <laughs> what? week. I didn't get to talk about Ori. Oh, fuck. Oh, I can talk about it next week. If you talk about it next week because up. I'm still trying to work out a fix, mate. I still want to play that. I still want to I play don't care it. about your you thoughts, Ben. <laughs> okay, we can talk about it next week. I, uh, I, We're not I going get, anywhere. That's true. I might get Games Pass. Yeah. Um, so, I just, so this lovely box you, you've provided... I think I just need to buy a, a power supply mm. from Facebook Marketplace, risk some COVID nineteen, and then plug a because like it's a good box. It's just like the graphics card isn't great. Mm-hmm. I've got it. Graphics cards in a box, three meters to my left, but I can't. I don't have the power for it. So I should just buy a new power supply, and then I can just get games pass, and we can all play the same game. Yeah, sure. You find one for like 18, 20 quid, something like that. Like a yeah, the the thing is finding one that has the right pinouts yes. and finding a Facebook marketplace ad that knows that like, I care about that. <laughs> Turns yeah. out more it's more difficult when it's like it's a 600 watt power supply. I'm like, yeah, I've got a 500 watt power supply that has shitty pinouts. Mm. Anyway, um yeah. Yes, that, but, the crossover, uh, the, the Venn diagram of those two markets are just not going to overlap. The, with you, one of the joys of PC gaming, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it sucks. Anyway, <laughs> I'm so yeah, I'm still choked that my my like five year old box would work fine if the motherboard didn't kill its PCI slot, mm. and I was like, I should have just I found a spare motherboard on eBay. Mm. That if it worked would have answered all my problems for a hundred quid, and I didn't do that, and now I'm like, <laughs> but also I think there's 16 gigs of RAM in that, so I should probably shove oh. some of that in here. Oh, I think what I need to do is just disassemble both, mm. find a good strong power supply, and then reassemble them in some yeah, way. Absolutely, and then yeah. Donate the one of them to like my houses because I my little small projector is now permanently in the living room. Nice. But people keep having to cart their li- uh, laptops down. I'm like, okay, well, like I have a PC I could just like put in the basement, and if it's just like iPlayer and fucking MKV files, like mm. no graphics card isn't a problem. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not that much of an ass to tote your laptop around, is it? Yeah, the but I mean, it of, also the point makes... of a laptop. Yeah, but I just mean it would be easier if like everyone just like that way. You, if someone has an external hard drive, they could just plug it in and leave it there. Sure. Or just download to it. Yeah, yeah. Like a home theater PC. If, I mean, if there's a spare box in the house, it just makes. Yeah, it yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Remember, there's six of us in the house, so like, there's a lot of swapping around. Oh, I don't want to be well, swapping. That sounds, uh, that sounds way dirtier than, <laughs> it, than I meant. I mean, Corona's rife in there. It must be. <laughs> yeah, do not oh, go yeah, to it, Adam's house. If, yeah. if one of us gets Corona, we're all going to go to Corona. <laughs> <laughs> you know, switching motherboards and everything. Let's stop there. Let's talk bro. about our beers, shall we? No. Um, uh, clean your me. drivers. Yeah, always <laughs> clean your drivers. Uh, especially in these times. Um... <laughs> 
I think for me this week, uh, two very, very different beers. Mind Control um, from Left Hander Giant was an IPA, and the Vibrant Forest Emperor's Brewery collaboration, Yub Nub, being the barley wine. Um, both good. The Mind Control was, I think, a pretty standard IPA from, I would say, like a couple of years ago when grapefruit was rife everywhere when we kind of expected just a solid IPA or a, a, a like a craft beer IPA, you know, like solid grapefruit notes, a little bit, very slight bitterness to it. You don't know that it's six and a half percent, feels a bit more sessionable, uh, very easy drinking, just a really good beer to have. Hmm. The Yubnub Sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, it is comical every <laughs> time you, you I say it. You have to say, you have to say, yep, 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 yep. It was, it was really good. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of licorice, but this presented it and gave it to me in a very, um, a very light and digestible kind of way whilst pairing it with a little bit of sweetness as well. Um, just giving a little bit more uh, and a little bit of spice as well with that ginger in there uh, making something that kind of uh, makes you think Ooh, and then just kicks in you think oh okay there's, there's something to this and then mellows out very very slightly with uh, with a little bit of sweetness uh, I think it was just really well balanced really well made um, and like I love everything that Left Handed Giant do. Almost every beer we have from them is like, yes, this is a solid beer. Yeah. Uh, I've yet to drink a beer that has had uh, Emperor's Brewery collaborate on that has not been phenomenal. So well, I, that's I mean, a good track record. He he knows exactly what he is doing, and, and you can see that with him now going and collaborating with Vibrant Forest and Northern Monk. And other, you know, with all of these other people, and going to the bottle shop and saying, "Hey, have you got the new Emperor's um, collaboration, uh, which was called like the Macalorian, because um, it was like a, a macchiato stout or something like that?" And then going, "No, it sold out within like the first day we had it here." Oh wow! Um, right. Ooh. So again, like just just really well made, well balanced. You do not know it's twelve point seven percent. You'd know it's slightly higher, yeah, and a slightly bigger uh, alcohol content, but nowhere near twelve and a half percent. So yeah, I think Yubnub just just picks it, and it's just different enough that I, you know, I rarely have barley wines. I rarely have beers that have got that sort of licorice and that mm. bite to them that this has. Yeah, uh, but that worked really well, and I and again. I'm going to go downstairs in a minute. I'm going to see what Kim's doing. I'm going to smash yeah. back a couple of shots of Jaeger. So it works works perfectly. I mean, yeah. that's the perfect evening. Exactly. Lucy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, do you have a preference this week? Uh, Wager yeah, or Groff? Groff, yeah. Um, both Gypsy Hill beers. Both really good, really easy drinking. The Maybach... Um, from pure novelty point of view, don't usually have you know that style, uh, especially in you know the craft scene like lagers and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, it, you know, it started tasting a bit more malty, and you know, it's, it still had a nice bit of spice, nice bit of nuttiness mm. to it. 
Um, so yeah, it was a really nice, easy drinking beer. But the waiter, it, it was just a very, very, very. I wouldn't say it's balanced because, as I said, it had a lot of pininess. But it's like that pininess worked, mm. even though it like overshadowed like some of that citrus fruit, and then, um, you know, you have that long tail which was just bitter and piney yep. but that pine has just tasted so good that, it, that I have to give it to the waiter this week like nice. it, I don't know it, it's a bit weird I'd say that you know taking you on a journey and a bit more balanced is the red Maybach but mm. in terms of what I want to drink it is just the waiter it's like yeah you know, like really soft really juicy has that bitterness, that pininess that's not too overbearing, but you can still taste it, and it tastes like a beer, even though it has, you know, it's not that hoppy, or it's got that, like, juicy kind of, you know, pulpy, juicy kind of texture mm-hmm. to it, but it still tastes like a beer, so. Good. Maybe that was that's just what I was in the mood for today. Nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe fair. it's because I had that lager that earlier, good. and that's why another lager just wasn't as good. Yeah, yeah, that Wader IPA is really good. Nice, good. Yeah, Adol, how about you? I liked both of these. They were both. I mean, the theme of this week was fucking random tastes. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Right. I had a carrot saison and a wedding cake porter. A wedding carrot cake. And (laughs) no, those are. I mean, if I mix them in the same glass, yeah, swirl them together. Um, Oh, you could blend. A bit of Jaeger in the glass. I'm going to say something Ooh. weird, which is uh, I preferred the 3.5 to the 11.5. Um, I so the wedding imperial cake thing. What I liked about it was when it wasn't doing the wedding cake thing. Mm. When it was just like a, hey, you made an imperial porter and you put some coffee and like the vanilla and almond. I really liked. I did not like the cake part. Sure. I found that. Uh, but also, like, even though it all melded well and it was, like, a really good taste curve, which is, again, my bread and butter, or my cake and icing, <laughs> as the case may be, um, I, it still felt kind of like things were just happening a little more haphazardly, and, like, that carrot saison with whatever purple haze carrots are, I don't know, but those charred lemons were doing that smoke carrots with so weed well. grown exclusively by Jimi Hendrix right? <laughs> when I read purple haze carrots I'm like do I not know carrots <laughs> or do I not know weed because I clearly don't know one of them <laughs> um, so e- even though it was not very alcoholic it it didn't not taste like beer and it had some really interesting tastes mm. and like I said the, the smokiness gave way to the sort of more vegetable sweetness and that Again, had a really nice taste curve. They both had good curves. I felt like there was more interesting taste going on with the weaker one, um, in the sense of three point five percent. It was just it was a better tasting beer, uh, and I think it. I think it's a testament that I'm not just the guy who says stout shouldn't be four percent. Fuck you, because this week I'm saying I don't care what the percentage sure. is. The tastes are more interesting here, and you're no longer yes, there was a booziness. You no longer sample at Bridges. Yeah. Mm. I, I, you're Bugs Bunny. You, you I just, got rid of that nickname. You're just Norman um, Readers. <laughs> um, I, I like both of these beers, but I think that the 
the more more consistent beer and the more interesting beer, especially considering they're both really random tastes, mm. was the carrot saison, but not because it was a carrot saison, but because it was a charred lemon on the back end. <laughs> yeah, right. that's that smokiness that you got from it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sounds it, really it worked really well, mm. and it me- again it blended really well with whatever that that, that carrotiness. Mm. And the Imperial Wedding Cake um, break from Evil Twin mm-hmm. was like kind of the opposite. It was like when it was doing the non-Wedding Cake things, it was really interesting. When it was doing the Wedding Cake thing, it was like, I'm doing that. And they didn't meld well. Yeah. Sure. And it, that, That's yeah, what I find a lot about Evil Twin's beers. It's like, oh, this sounds interesting, but it just comes off as like kind of, not phoned in, but it's like kind of weird for the, bit, the sake of being weird and a bit artificial yeah, tasting. I think I, yeah, I, I think that's a good way of putting it. Was like, putting. Hey. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it, it feels like it, it was shoehorned in. Mm. Like, if mm. you had just made an Imperial Porter with some coffee, vanilla, and, and almond, it would have been a really interesting beer. Yeah. But then you're like, I don't know, let's add this extra thing. And then the extra thing didn't do enough. And it kind of like hijacked what I liked about the rest. Mm. Yeah. Um, again, it's not a bad beer by any stretch. Yeah. I just think that like what I liked about the um, duration deep roots was more consistent yeah. and also more interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. And let's be honest, I kind of like that the thing that was most interesting to me wasn't really for, at the forefront of the tin. It was just a thing I had to discover. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, that's good marketing. I like the fact that the charred lemons were just like, yeah, charred lemons. And it's like, oh no, that's what makes this mm. beer for me yeah. was the charred lemons. And I didn't expect that. And I was like, wait, what is going on? I have to read your tin now. <laughs> it, Evil Twin has always felt like the try-hard little brother of like McKellar. It's like oh that yeah that's a that's <laughs> <me>. poignant <laughs> and kind of rough. It, it is, but, but it's I think always felt like that to me. It's like I want to break off on my own and want to be, you know, bigger and better than you, older brother. But so yeah. I'm going to do wild and bizarre things, but just doesn't get there. That yeah, but that's just personal. We'll finish there for this <laughs> week with that juicy, juicy, lucy take. Uh, we've all enjoyed our beers, of course. Hopefully you're at home enjoying beers as well. You can get a hold of us at tankedup underscore cast on Twitter or on Instagram and let us know the beers that you're drinking. You can also come to the Out of Lives Discord server to join in. Wait, which will... Yeah, we'll blast the invite link on our social yep. medias after the episode yeah, drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can you can come and join us. Join in on the Jackbox or gaming nights that we are having. If you're at home by yourself, with your family, with anyone else, and you just want you know someone else to talk to, we're here. Come and chat to us about your games, about your beers, about absurd political takes. We'll we'll we'll, we'll respond to fucking everything. I am at Nova <laughs> underscore forty seven. Lucy is. I am Juicy Loose Nine, and um, I want to bring back this quick fire round. Ooh. Ben, what are you playing this week? I deal with this week. Oh, I've started Phoenix Point. Okay. Okay. Deal. Deal. 
I'm, I have <laughs> I have to play Zombie Army Four. I've been sitting on a review code for ages, but also um, I might play FF Seven. Oh. <laughs> How about you, Lucy? What you um, I, I will continue Doom Eternal and Mutazioni. Yeah, nice. So yeah, good. Sorry, I just I, I like that round. That's it's, good. Yeah, it might it sets no, I, us I really up like for that. I think what we might. Play I think that's week. so. I've got my review roundup where I just if yes. there are Steam reviews I say Which I, really I, like. I like that Lucy has the fuck it what are you going to play a last minute move <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot but yeah it's uh, Lucy 9 everywhere tell me what you're playing whilst we're in lockdown good Adol how mm. are you uh, I'm at the Omniarch on all the things uh, except Twitch where I'm at the underscore Omniarch and I may actually stream yeah Ooh. we should do a co-op uh, stream I do well, yeah. So, so I guess the I thing is, no like certain things I think are out of live streams. <laughs> this is like some inside baseball, but certain things probably aren't. And so, I think uh, if I play games this week, I think I'll stream them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if there's like Jackbox, etc., it'll be on the out of lives account. But if I could, if I start a run on FF Seven, I think it'll be me and out of lives might just sort of like host yeah. that stream. I will join in, and I will be like. What the hell is this you're playing? <laughs> Why the, what's like, this? Chocobos! What Lucy, Chocobos. <laughs> as soon what as he gets the golden sauce, he's like, Spiky nope. anime boys. Yeah. I'm done. What's this? Yeah. I'm done with all these little mini games. We'll put my um, cam what up if in the no corner? one had fingers in the entire world, yet they could grip swords? <laughs> what if that Why is happened? Why sword eight that times the size of this polygon anime boy? <laughs> um... <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we'll blast our our Discord link. We haven't really been pushing the social media stuff that much because, like, we're not gonna be oppressive. But like, n- given the state of the world, um, join us. We'll play games together, and at the very least, like, it's a place where we can you can talk shit with yeah, people absolutely. when you're stuck at home. Yeah. And that's all we care about. It's it's literally just like, hey, maybe this will help. Yeah, you. I talk a lot of garbage on there. Oh, we so, all do. Yeah, see absolutely. if you can surpass me. It's impossible. It's all full of hot takes. Come and come and in, insert your own hot take. <laughs> um, so yes, that sounds real. <laughs> the insert. <laughs> insert your hot take, please. Let's end, please. For another week, we've been tanked up. Bye bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ciao. Uh, I think you were correct in, in cutting us off there, sir. www.outoflives.net.